Hi guys, welcome back to the Frying Pan Podcast, a pop culture podcast focused on, take a guess, it's like a door explorer thing, and that's, yeah, they say pop culture, oh. and then I'm like, you, you got it! Um, no, you gotta be like, are you sure? Are you sure? And then they're like, dude, Another sh- pause. dude, shut the fuck up, and I'm like, alright, well, Frying Pan, podcast, pop culture, it's me, your boy, Dan... And I'm here with my buddy. <laughs> Your other boy. Yeah. Robbie. Did you say Robbie? Yeah. Right, but it's got to be Robbie. Hey, Robbie. You know? How you doing, Robs? I've had a nice week so far, I guess. it's um, It's been slow, but at the same time, like I felt like I have been being productive to a certain degree. That's good. So, like, you know. I get you, bro. I get you. I, I I would call it an up week for the corona, you know? Probably in more than one way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, can I ask you something, like, about the last three weeks or so for you? Sure. Have you noticed, like, a startling amount of, like, our peers kind of just acting as if corona's over? Yeah, it's it's been really bothering me because, like, at this point, I can't tell if we're actually in a pandemic or if I'm just, like, I have schizophrenia or something. Because, like, <laughs> a lot of people I'm friends with are just, like, going about their lives. Like, they're going to the beach. They're just going to places. And I'm like, weren't we, weren't we like, not doing this? Weren't we not supposed to do this? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I don't know. Some of them I don't talk to enough to call them out for, but other ones I'm like, so we're doing this now and they're like i mean you know i wear a mask and it's like well cool mm-hmm. why, why aren't you wearing one in the pictures i don't know it's kind of weird well you gotta see my face yeah yeah i don't no i don't know or people whatever. are just kind of like yeah you know it's shit isn't in lockdown so it's over and then florida's like we don't give a fuck if people die and california's like yeah same over here so i mean i don't know anymore yeah. being i like this this past up week for me is just cuz i've been able to stay productive without really uh and doing stuff without i guess kind of defying like the like the things that we should do during quarantine yeah like for instance i went to the drive-ins had a nice date there you know it was i i feel like that's like an acceptable coronavirus sanctioned activity mm-hmm. You know, a little date, Bobby. Bobby went on a little date. Yes, I had a date, oh, Dan. Okay, so cute. They grew up I so know. fast. Very adorable. That's interesting. I like as obviously like the driving seems like the better alternative to say the movie theaters. But I'm, I was surprised to hear that it's actually still open. Well, I, I think it like opened recently with the um, like the half like whatever our state did or whatever. Point is. Is they haven't really been showing new movies. Obviously, our options to choose from was like the first Karate Kid, the first Avengers, and Zootopia. So, yeah, so, obviously the you know it's not the best choices. It's just kind of like a place to go and watch a movie and hang out. That's not the house, really. Yeah. So, what did you go with? She chose the Avengers. Actually, I would have went for Zootopia. Yeah, you think so? I mean, I would definitely want to have gone for the Karate Kids. The Karate Kid. Well, 
Honestly, I would prefer the Jaden Smith one over the old ones. I'm not gonna lie to didn't you. Didn't that song? Didn't that one have that uh, like when Jaden Smith was a kid and um, hit Justin mm-hmm. Bieber did a song together? <laughs> yup, never say never, dude. I remember that song so well. <laughs> I I always just remember um, like the beginning of Jaden Smith's verse where he's just like, I can handle this. <laughs> Yes, yes. That's exactly why, dude. It's just, it was so like adorable to see them try to act tough. It was, it was just. And it was, it was funny because like his verse was like the whole first part was just gassing Justin Bieber. It's just like he's bigger, he's stronger, he's faster, he's smarter, he's better looking, and it's like, Jane, are you just, you got, are you just self-deprecating? He's better looking. I mean, dude, how do you think he got into that music video with Justin Bieber? Like, he's not ludicrous. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, that was another banger. Oh, baby, yeah, baby. I remember the good old days when people hated Justin Bieber. You know, I don't know where he stands I, currently. <laughs> I, I think he's fine. I think people, well, because it was like, he he released Baby, and then it was like, Justin Bieber pisses in mop bucket in a restaurant, and it was like, okay, that's that's weird. And it's like Justin Bieber smokes weed, and just like a bunch of like random things. And then now that he's like, didn't he say like the hard R as well at a point? Yeah, probably, or maybe the A. I don't know. Maybe him, Ludacris, or boys. It's, uh... it's not up to me. But yeah, it was just like a spree where like no. middle school into like early high school everyone hated justin bieber and like end of high school everyone was like yeah we fuck with justin bieber again and then he released yummy and everyone was like eh Eh, i don't know man Mm. well i feel like he has kind of just been under the radar after because didn't he go and get married to that like random girl or something and then he's just kind of been in uh Haley ball that that's it for Haley Baldwin yeah they're just big chilling yeah so I said random yeah, so girl well, she's kind of no but yeah so I think he's just been chilling for like the last few years right yeah. so uh, maybe he makes a comeback and he's like more annoying than well, ever d- didn't he release an album with uh that yummy song like wasn't that the single off an album did he release a song wait that was relatively recently wasn't it i want to say like a year ago i don't know if you want to get on that but like i um i I don't know it wouldn't make sense for apparently he's got an album coming out in 2020 called changes oh or yeah maybe it was a single and then corona happened then it was like couldn't release the album or couldn't work on it that would make sense or maybe it's out already Oh, yeah, no, this album came out, actually, in February. So, yeah, he has released an oh. album. Well, good to know we're keeping up on our Yummy's beats. on that. Yeah, Yummy's on that. Okay, so you weren't you were wrong. You weren't incorrect. Yeah, you know, I'm used to it. God, I'm looking at all the other album covers, and it's just hilarious. Is it just him, like, smiling with a bowl cut? Well, it's like him trying to look edgy with the bowl cut and a lot of them. He's got his hood up in two of them and he's looking off like one. He's looking dead at the center of the camera like a boxer would. And the other's like offset like he's like Jack Ryan freaking <laughs> the uh, like a super spy. Yeah, it's it's all about deal. the angles. Yeah. Respectable. One of these just kind of looks like straight up baby driver. Anywho, we don't need a live cast Justin Bieber's album covers. 
Point being, going back to the drive-in though. So like, uh, why, why, why were they going out of style? I don't think they're uh, like. I think that it was pretty. It, it costed about as much as it would for like a regular movie. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say going out of style, but it's more like I don't think you'd go to a drive-in theater alone. Whereas if you wanted to see a movie, I think you'd just go to the movie theaters alone. Well, I mean. We, we covered a story a couple months ago about dri- uh, drive-in theaters going out of business. Oh, that's right. Like, before Corona. Yeah, I mean... So, like, it's... I don't know. I think they were moderately enjoyable. I think they were a great date idea. I guess it'd be kind of hard to go, like, get the boys together. Actually, I don't even think that would be hard, because... It was such a positive experience, just because, like, alright, I'm gonna, I'm gonna expose myself. I did a little something illegal, alright? Ready. You know, like... But we were in the car, the windows were up, but like, you know, I, I, me being me, I was like, hey, I got, I have weed, <laughs> would you like to smoke while we watch this movie? And it was a great thing to do while watching a movie on a massive screen. Yeah. Oh, uh, did you like just sit in your, like the front seat or did you like reverse? Well, I guess you don't have a trunk to really sit on. But, um, no, we just sat in the back seat. Okay, makes sense. We, we could, yeah, you could see fine. Yeah, I mean, like, driving theaters are a very niche thing, I feel. That's probably why they'd be going out of style. Because you're like, it. you th- think you could see yourself getting the boys together, but it'd also just be kind of weird. Like, I feel like it's definitely more of a date thing than, like, a, let's go to the drive-in, boys. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong, but at the same time, like, with the sell of, like, we get to watch a new movie while smoking weed the whole time. Eh, it's... I mean, if that's the only appeal to it, then I'd understand why drivers would be going out of style. <laughs> well, I'm well, I'm more or less implying, like, I, I don't know, I feel like they could have business. Yeah. At the end of the day, though, like, there is shortcomings, like, the audio quality isn't the best because you're using your car speakers. And, yeah. Like, it's... on all that jazz, but, like, I don't know, I thought it was still a positive experience that I had. And, like, I haven't been there... Sp- probably for like the last like at least five plus years so like i don't know i thought it was nice i mean i think the last date i went on was a drive-in theater thing yeah Yeah, that was a year ago but do you remember what you saw huh do you remember what you saw couldn't tell you but it was (laughs) wasn't that good of a date huh yes oh wait or it was a good date uh well no i just it was a long time ago i don't remember but it was a good time. Yeah, I guess yeah. I'll just, it also depends on what kind of car you have. Because if you have like a like an SUV or a truck, and you can sit in like the bed or like lie down in the back, that's a lot more enjoyable than just sitting in your chair. As opposed to, I, th- I feel like a movie theater uh, seating is a little more comfortable than your car seating. You're not incorrect, yeah. and like you don't, and it's not as far away as it is for uh, most things. Because like. It's like there's drive-ins everywhere. We had to go to this select town in Connecticut that was, like, 40 minutes away. Exactly, yeah. I mean, it's just, like, a niche thing. And, like, with most niche things, it's... They work for a while, and then they don't, really. Mm. But I do agree. I like driving theaters. I think they're fun every once in a while. I agree. I agree. And I, I feel like I'll go again, hopefully before summer's out maybe they'll get a, a movie that's not like <laughs> something i've seen really recently or is very prominent in my brain maybe look at the age of ultron next honestly i wouldn't complain 
I would not complain. I'd say Age of Ultron was my uh, least favorite of the Avengers movie, but again, I wouldn't it's, complain. But it's also my least seen, you know what I mean? Like, I've seen the first one a lot. Yeah, that's fair. I got you. But. Yeah. Fun date idea. Would you like to jump into some topics, sir? Huh? Would you like to jump into some topics? No, no, no. we're only doing a 14 minute episode today. All right, folks, that has been the Frying Fan Pikes. <laughs> um, big one coming out from Joe Rogan. Now, can you explain this to me, okay. please? Okay, yeah, you'd have to watch the clip for it to make more sense. But um, Joe Rogan, you know him, biggest podcast in the world, yada, yada. Um, on his podcast, he was talking to, he was some military dude. I didn't watch, I listened to like an hour of it, but I didn't really know who he was. I just know. That, like, after the clip of him, uh... Well, maybe I should get into what it actually said, but, um... He, uh... Referred to video games as, like, a waste of time. And that they don't, like, have any benefit. And that they're addictive. And that they're just kind of bad. But the way he went about it was very odd. Because, obviously, like, the way he went about it was, um... You're not gonna get anywhere from playing video games. They don't really benefit you in any way. Which... To a degree, if you're pa- playing, like, 15 hours a day and you don't have any intent of, like, streaming or creating content with it, yeah, I'd agree. But if you're, like, this is your de-stress and you're, like, I just want to play video games or you do it for a living, no problem in it. Absolutely no problem. But, um... But, what, like, what, what caused him to bark up this tree? Um, they were talking about, um, like, bad habits and, like, addictive things. And he was talking about how he used to play video games. And, I mean, in the article, it, like, timestamps directly onto the clip of him going off about it. But then he compared it to, mm-hmm. um, he's like, uh, you can get into jujitsu for three years, and then um, eventually you'll be good enough to where you can open your own shop, and then you'll have uh, 100 people coming into your shop and shit like that. And he's like, or you can play video games for three years and get absolutely fucking nowhere. And it was... It's very aggressive. like yeah, it's very aggressive for no real reason. I mean, it yeah, it just felt like very spiteful and like from the heart, <laughs> like it was personal to him. But um, regardless, he went off about it, and a lot of people who play video games are in that sphere. We're not too happy with him, and a lot of people that are like big personalities in the gaming scene were like, "Hey, let's talk about this," because they were not too happy. <laughs> Well, I, I can see that Riot Games' Dash has spoke out, and he said that he would love to come on and talk to him about the value of games. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that would. But, like, that's such such a really extreme approach. And that, I feel like that just kind of shows how, like, ignorant Joe Rogan is of the online audience. Yeah. Like, about his own demographic and, like, the... like. I'm not saying, like, his, he's the biggest podcast in the world. It's obviously not just gamers who listen to him, but at the same time, it's uh, gamers and the internet go hand in hand, so I would say a decent population of the users on things like YouTube and whatnot are people that play games. Point being, it shows his ignorance in his audience to yeah. kind of, like, just trash something that people can casually enjoy. Yeah, I think it was just... It was more. It felt more like a just out of touch kind of thing. Because when they were referring to, because they did talk about like 
oh, people make a big career out of video games. And he was, like, trying to list off, like, what's popular. And he was like, is, is Fortnite still popular? Is CS still popular? Is Quake popular? And shit like that. And it's like, when he was referring to it, he was referring to, like, um, people that only go pro in those games. And, um, I don't know, it's just, they were referring, like, it, the way I saw it, it was the same as, like, um, you have the same chance of being a professional gamer as you do as, like, a professional athlete, which I don't really think correlate too well, but that's what it felt like. It just felt so out of touch. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, he just kept going, like, they didn't talk too much about it, they, like, transitioned to something else that involved, like, this dude. That was the other thing in this. Mm. This dude had a story of, like, um, how he was, he had a farm in, like, I think it was, like, New Hampshire or Vermont or something, where, um, if parents would send their kids, like, if the kids were on their phones too much or, like, playing too many games, he'd, like, send them there and put them through, like, a military training course. It just, I don't know. It felt so, just, again, out of touch. I don't know how to explain it. It seems like, because, okay, so it seems like he's saying that he hates doing, like, voiceover work for fictional video games, like, the, for, like, the UFC games. Because, like, I, I'm reading the comments of this, and people are like, well, like, what about all the times where we talked about saying that he loves the new virtual reality games that he has and they got for, like, his man cave in previous episodes? Yeah. I mean, it's... So, like... you go. I don't know. Like, like people... Because people are like, why is he talking about kids sitting around playing games all day and doing nothing, but then he... So it hasn't been a positive like, They're calling him a hypocrite in a way. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's a hypocrite. I think, like, he could have worded it better. Like, I'm hoping that what he's talking about is, like, you're playing video games for, like, 16 hours a day. You don't have any ambitions. Like, you don't work out. You don't eat right. Like, you're not, like, benefiting yourself in any way. But, it, like, he didn't word it like that. He just made it seem like mm -hmm. if you're playing video games, you're not doing anything that can help you profit in life and it's like if you're having fun with something you don't have to profit from it you don't ha not everything you do in life has to make money well allegedly he said on uh more than one podcast that he was at one point a gaming addict and he's talked about spending entire days weekends playing world of warcraft and not being able to stop so Maybe it's from, like, an ex-drinker or a smoker perspective where, like, they just really rail it down. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I... If that is true. I could definitely see it, like, from that perspective of, like, I've been there where I don't do anything all day and I don't feel... Like, I don't get anything productive done and, like, that makes sense. I don't know. It's just, like, the way he worded it in this clip or, like, in the clips just doesn't... I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't seem right. Like, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, but at the same time, like, man... Like you said, just could have been worded better. Yeah, I I don't hate Joe Rogan. I can't say I my opinion yeah, no. changed on him. I think he's still entertaining. It's just you know, it's just weird. But you know, regardless, and yeah, he did voiceover work for the UFC games. And he's not doing the next one, but that I don't know. I felt like that wasn't really too related to the topic. They were just I feel like the article was just like we got to bang out a certain. <laughs> quote of number of uh words well because he talks about like how he hated doing that yeah i mean voiceover work is very it's a lot of hours just sitting in a room right. talking it, you're getting 
Yeah, and you're getting paid. Yeah, like at the end of the day, it is what it is. Yeah, true. Like he literally, he's a podcaster. Okay, he sits in a room talking all day. Why are we making that? Well, case? no, because voiceover work is different. Because like you have to read a script, like you have to read certain lines, and you have to have a certain tone to it. Well, with a podcast, yeah, you can just yeah, say whatever the fuck you want, however you want. Uh well, I just don't think it's a tree worth barking up personally. However, a tree worth barking up is something cool that Chipotle seems to be doing for their employees I thought was neat. So you've heard of like tuition reimbursement and stuff like that that companies do to try and help out their employees. They don't really get talked about often, but Chipotle has been one of them. And it seems like their latest move is to actually cover 100% of their employees' college tuition fees. To It's only to select schools. However, they'll even pay for you to go to online school through the select universities right now because it's through various partnerships with these universities. Hmm. That's how they're able to like afford it. But it's extending it to all their employees that you know can benefit from it. And they're basically their only requirement is that you work part-time there for one-third of the year. That's... Or have worked there for a third of a year and maintain, like, 15 hours a week. That's not a bad gig. <laughs> no. Not no, at all. that'd be great. I mean, that's perfect. Because, I mean, I feel like these jobs are for people that, like, like, fresh out of high school or, like, still in college and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Like, younger people. So, like, shit like this is such a good incentive for people to, like, actually work <laughs> yeah and and of course this is kind of like there's it only covers certain degrees as well but then they have also other like kind of grants type things for agree degrees outside of the um like the outlined yeah i got you but it seems like they uh they're covering a decent portion of them though it's like 75 different business and technology fields it seems like yeah i mean which is pretty good i mean covering 100 percent of tuition in of itself is kind of insane i mean i feel like f mm -hmm. most of the time you hear is doesn't really get above 50 i mean last time i've heard of like you said like it's not talked about often but like last time i've heard something of this it's mostly like they'll cover 25 or 50 percent but like 100 percent is kind of nuts at least to me i mean granted like getting your tuition mm. paid would be pretty fucking nice for a lot of people <laughs> Almost oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, obviously it makes more sense that it's for select universities, but still, very cool. That's why we like Chipotle over Moe's. Yeah. You know, I still like Moe's, but that's just because I've never worked my way actually into a Chipotle. Wait, oh, like you've never been to Chipotle? <laughs> well, I've had Chipotle. I don't... I don't think I've ever been inside one. Oh, okay. Like, and got my own thing. Like, I've I've been, like, handed Chipotle. Like, here, here is lunch. Fair enough. That's fair. But... Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I don't want to turn this into a... I imagine they're pretty much the same thing at the exactly. end of the day. Exactly. I was going to say, I don't want to turn it into a most Chipotle debate, because they're pretty much the same thing. It's just Chipotle has yeah, a... Like I guess better marketing than Moe's does. Actually, is Moe's mm. only, like, a uh, local thing to us? I I think it kind of is. Yeah, because I'm not sure. Because obviously, like, you hear about Chipotle, like, all around. But, like, you don't hear about yeah. it often. So I don't know. I don't really eat there too much anyway, so I guess it doesn't matter. But, well, end of the day, shout out Chipotle. 
does seem like they're kind of limited to Connecticut, actually. Is it? Yep. Moe's is just a Connecticut thing. Well, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, unless my Google is just like, nah, we're really only going to show you CT, but it never has before. It's like it's only like Greater Hartford area as well, pretty much. That's interesting. Just a yeah. local chain. That's, I guess it's normal. Yeah, I mean, I think it's good. I I enjoy it. Yeah, no one's going to take that from you. Thank you. I'd appreciate if you well, did One thing I'm going to take from you oh? <laughs> is possibly the Major League Baseball season. <laughs> <laughs> no, not my baseball. I know, Bobby. I'm so sorry to do this no! to you. <laughs> but I love baseball. It's my favorite sport. I, I just have it on all the time. During this pandemic, I've been rerunning just old, old games just because I miss it so much. I just love baseball, man. Yeah, you know, like, the funny thing is, is, like, there's people probably out around in the world that are like that. There is. I follow one of them on Twitter. We go to, we go to high school with them. Oh, God. <laughs> but regardless, um, MLB season, it went back underway. And, like, four games in, it might be in jeopardy because... I want you to take a guess from where in, in the U.S. which team had a coronavirus outbreak within the team. Uh, Florida, Missouri, or California? Miami Marlins. You were right on the first one. Oh, let's go. What do I win? Come on down. <laughs> Literally. But um, I guess like 17, at least 17 people uh tested positive like that includes like player staff and like management shit so wait at least at least 17 what so so that's always uh -huh. wasn't like one of the main things of like sports reopening was like organizations like yeah we'll test every player before every game well th that's exactly it they get tested before the game and then people tested positive so they canceled the game and then a couple other uh, teams heard about it and they're like, alright, fuck it, we're not playing either. And um, now people are wondering if the season's in jeopardy, but the MLB is very stern on uh, this will not sway us, we will continue on with the season. It's like, okay. Dude, you know, I, I'm... I have never really had a true problem with being Amer an American, like, like, all jokes considered about, like, the moving to Canada and moving and getting the fuck out of here and calling this place terrible and all that. I, I'm starting to mean it when I think that we all can't just fuck off for a month so we can actually have a fucking 2021. Like, it's, it's actually insane. Like, I always had just implicit faith that eventually, like, we would just be like, fuck it, alright, we can't all die. But that hasn't happened at all like i don't know what the fuck to do about it but like it's not like we can move no no other countries will take us now <laughs> like we're just kind of boned like really like canada's over here calling us like a third third world the way we deal with the coronavirus I mean, we fucking are really but i mean like to stay on topic with this it's i mean it's well because compared to the nba season NBA season is in Orlando. They're in um, like a giant bubble, essentially, where no one can go in, no one can go out. And if they do, because there's a couple of cases of uh, <laughs> one dude went to um, a strip club to get wings, and now he's got a quarantine for 14 days, which in of itself is hilarious, but also just like, don't be stupid, dog. Come on. But um, 
I I actually find that very hilarious. Exactly. But like they're all quarantined, everyone's living in like the surrounding area, no one can go anywhere. Well as MLB is like everyone's getting on planes, flying to different cities to go play against different teams, and it's like and that that in and of itself is kinda sketchy. I I don't know. To be fair, it's because MLB cares too much about their stadiums. That's fair. I mean, that's kind of what makes baseball its own unique sport of like different stadiums. Like they have different outfields, like different measurements of walls and shit. Like it's kind of the only thing that makes it like, hey, come watch a game. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know what? Fair point. I will not dispute yeah. that. But like at the same time, it's like they're. A lot of people aren't allowed to fly regardless, so why are we just flying from city to city, especially to down to fucking Miami, which is just a hellhole in of itself? Like, I, I don't know. Sheesh. I don't know. It's just, like, people trying too hard to, like, stay afloat in terms of, like, financially. And especially, like, MLB, I don't think, is going bankrupt anytime soon. Like, their views are on the decline, but it's still a billion-dollar industry. I don't know. Not up to me, but regardless, just stay the fucking side, wear a mask. We can say so many fucking times. <sighs> you know what I mean? Uh, you yeah. Me? Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's stupid. But, what do I know? But, also, staying inside the realm of uh, sports, I thought this one was kind of interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Mike Tyson, at 51 years old, is... Uh, set to fight Rory Jones, who's a 54-year-old, in a uh, exhibition match sometime in September. Other way around, right? What? Tyson's 54 and Jones is 51? You're right. I'm sorry. Thank you for correcting me. It's okay. That. But um, regardless, 54-year-old fucking Mike Tyson's still <laughs> swinging. Um, that, that's kind of, I thought he was like, I thought he wasn't doing so hot health-wise like a few years ago. I, I think you're right, but if you've kept up with him at all over the past year, he is in very good shape, and he still, yeah. he still looks like one punch would straight tech, take my head off my neck. I don't know. Interesting. So, like, are you implying that this fight between two 50-year-old men might actually be good? Um, good isn't the word I'd use. Entertaining, sure, but... Um, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, it's, I say that only because I feel people at this age probably shouldn't be boxing. <laughs> I'm... Like, obviously, they've been retired, they've gone through the ropes, they've done their shit, so, like, they obviously know what's going on, but I feel like your body is going to react to head, head trauma a lot differently at uh, your 50s than, like, 20s, 30s, you know? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, as well as, like, I don't know, I'm thinking, like, how old are these guys' ligaments? Are they gonna, like, tr- like rotate their hips too hard and just throw their shit out, you know? <laughs> I mean, I don't think they're that old, and they're definitely not in that poor of shape for shit like that to happen. I'd hope. I hope. <laughs> but regardless, it's, I don't know, this was very interesting to me, because I was like, Mike Tyson getting back in the ring, that sounds cool as shit. Because, I mean, like, Mike Tyson borderline murdering people was, like, a little bit before our time. But, like, obviously we still see the highlights and shit. But I don't know. I just found it so interesting that two 50-year-olds would actually want to get back in the ring. 
Mm. I guess it comes down to, like, when you love... Maybe they're bored. Yeah, it's like when you retire and then you get a job, you'd get a job at Stop and Shop and be, like, a greeter. I don't even think that's a job anymore, actually. I don't think it's been a job for a while, but, like, I always remember it. Like, old people retiring and doing that. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Oh, I remember that, like, Walmart. Like, like people would greet you at the doors for some reason. Yeah. I remember thinking, like, it's Walmart, dude, stop. Don't look at me. Okay, man, I don't want to be here more than you do. Like, that's... Yeah, like, straight up don't make eye contact. (laughs) Cut the shit, dog. Come on. But, yeah, I mean, it definitely is, like, they got bored and they want to do something again, but just, like, I don't know, like, box for fun? I I don't know. I just have a hard time, like, supporting it. I just don't want to... Well, I doubt they're going to be, like, coming back to the ring. It's probably... It's it's supposed to probably build some fire for people, give someone to watch, you know? Yeah, like, I... Like, it's supposed to be a show, I imagine. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're going to make, like, a consecutive thing, but it could sprawl into that, depending how it goes for them. Like, if it reignites a flame that they had, then maybe they'll want to keep getting back in. And I don't think anybody, I mean, uh, they... in terms of promoting, would turn down a 50-year-old Mike Tyson if he's still hitting hard. I mean, well, that raises the question. Like, maybe a league of men over the age of 50 could be interesting, you know? Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. But then, well, think about it. Think about like all the old uh, like military and army dudes that probably are like retiring around their fifties that are still physically able, that also have some combat skills. You know, I could see there actually being like places be like I could see things being filled by them, like slots. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I don't disagree with that. But then, like, it ties back to like, what does that do to you health wise? Well, I mean, like I, uh, the health is irrelevant. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a blood sport. Well, yeah, when you turn fifty, your bones can't break. Well, I'm just implying, like you know, maybe it won't be like a, maybe their records will be like, I don't know, five fights a year or something because they take like three months to recover after everyone. Well, I mean, that's how fighting is now. Yeah, is like it? for you normally do like one or two fights a year. It's, a lot of the training is intense and takes a lot out of your body. There's no way. How are people walking out with these 36 and 6 records? Because they fight over the... Well, I guess... Like, yeah, no, I guess you're right. Because it, it's just like one big fight a year or something. I don't know. I'm not too huge into boxing or MMA. I just kind of check in occasionally. It's always been the sport that I'm most like... I could see myself doing in terms of like having the most fun. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I always stay interested in it, but... I'd get my shit fucking mixed, man. I'd get destroyed. Oh, I'd get slapped. Yeah. Especially in, like, boxing. I think in, like, mixed martial art, I could, like, get lucky and throw, like, a flying knee and knock someone out, but... Dude, I've I've been, like, attempting to learn how to box a little bit with someone that knows how to, and all I know is that I'm awfully scared of a punch to the face that I know for certain is going to hit my hands just because if I don't brace myself, I'm punching myself in the True. face. <laughs> like that, like that type of like fighting where like, you, like there's just a certain set in stone way of doing it. And it's not just all wild. Like, like goddamn, I'm like, am I going to give myself a bloody nose or am I going to drop the guard and get a bloody nose? I don't know. Sure. I always find it so interesting with like, 
boxing and MMA of like how in depth and intricate it actually is when you learn about it. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, no, yeah, there's a lot of I guess like technical fighting like is a total difference than like street fighting cuz really I feel like street fighting is just the main difference is you go down to the floor and you keep fighting in street fighting and like there's things you can't you can and can't do when you're in like a proper like sp- fight for a sport whether it's boxing or MMA yeah. so like just that fact alone that like say in boxing that you can't grapple your opponent and take him to the ground like it keeps you upright so you have to bring a whole lot more technicality into your movements yeah. where it's like I don't know a street fight like me as a bigger dude my goal would just be like alright get you down get on top call it a yeah, day yeah exactly well you yeah know? obviously like at the end of the day you can't compare it to street fighting <laughs> because like you said yeah. street fighting is just like I don't know how I'm gonna do it but I'm gonna kill you or hurt you bad. Well, but that's the thing. But I would never assume how te- how much more technical it, it it would be like without kind of getting a feel for it first. Like they're just fighting's fighting. That's how yeah, I am. Really. Exactly. But now that I know that, I'm like, oh, that's okay. Like I see that. Because yeah, like I I've definitely gone through like rabbit holes of um watching the technicality of like famous fights or um like very specific like actions and um like fighting sports and it's always so interesting because like there's no way you'd think about it i mean i guess mm. yes and no because like if you correlate it to um like shit you know then yeah it makes sense but just from like an outside perspective but regardless mm. bottom line i hope mike tyson or roy jones don't hurt themselves <laughs> well and if they do let it be them hurting each other and not too bad yeah. i i hope well like i don't know maybe it what if they just, what if they go at it so hard and everyone is just like kind of silent in the crowd, just like holy shit, they're hulking well, out. Like, I mean, like they d- they've been training for a while, and obviously they're definitely not going to lose like the muscle memory of uh, like years ago when they were in their prime. But it'll right. definitely be interesting to see like the power behind uh, hits <laughs> like thirty or twenty years later. I don't know. Very interesting. I can't wait to hope that neither of them die. <laughs> but, I don't know. You got anything you want to sauce to the pan? Uh, oh, I've never heard that before. That was interesting. Yeah, um, okay, so, we always like to hate on Black Friday, right? Yes. <laughs> well, it looks like... As of right now, Target and Walmart are going to be staying closed for Thanksgiving, including Black Friday. Obviously, that's mandatory, all right? Like, if Corona was bad, like, now, and we can't get our shit together by the end of November, and some fuckheads are going out and doing Black Friday sh- could you just imagine? Well, really, what I want to open this up to is... We're fucked if we don't get this shit done by holiday season because so many people are going to be out shopping and doing all this bullshit and it's just not going to be contained until like after January. Like I we need uh, we need something. Point is Black Friday looks like it's going to get canceled for most big retailers since Walmart and Target are doing it. And I imagine because they are, others might follow suit. Yeah. I mean, like, thank fucking Christ. Dude. Like, 
I mean, like, to start, you see how crazy people get on Black Friday for, like, a flat-screen TV, that it would just turn into chemical warfare, where someone's just running in with a mask and then takes it off and starts coughing on people so they can get to the front of the line. Oh, every, dude, Target would just turn into a cesspool yeah. if they didn't do this. Yeah, you just have to nuke it at that point. But, I mean, like, this should I don't know. I mean, on the bright side, like, apparently, vaccines are in the work now. Like, people are being, like, injected and tested with it. Mm -hmm. But, like, I don't know. Like, you still don't have any idea where the fuck that's going to go. And literally, like, all it comes down to is just, we could have been out of this a long time ago, but we're just fucking Mm -hmm. stupid, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Well, I mean, like, it'll just probably turn to, like, two Cyber Mondays, no? imagine online shop like it'll be like that's what retailers will try and do like macy's and all those places will be like order online like that's how they'll advertise is online i imagine yeah just because like they want to be future proof for if like things get locked down again yeah i mean so they're probably trying to get people used to ordering online as quickly as they can yeah i mean on top of that retail workers during during a normal black friday get paid like 15 dollars to get yelled at uh, to, um, by like just fucking random people about the price and shit and now they get paid fucking $15 an hour to try not to die literally like mission survive I don't I don't know it, you know it's funny actually It uh, mission survive is a meme from a game called Halo for anyone that doesn't know and Dan funny enough I actually just played a mission in the series that was Mission Survive or Objective Survive. Oh yeah, is that is that only in one of the Halos or is that? I think it's multiple. Okay, I thought that was just was it Halo Three? Uh, yeah, because that, that's the one I remember. Mm, yes. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell if there was more than one, but obviously, like I'll always see like the meme of like Mission Survive, shit like that. Yeah. Then the dun 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 dun. Ah, uh, uh, gosh. Oh. Actually, did you, um, some little gamer talk real quick. Did you see the, uh, Halo gameplay? Any new, any Yeah, Halo Infinite. It's, it's there. Honestly, looks really good to I me. I it, I don't know. Halo to me just looks kind of, like, stale. Like, I don't think it looks bad by any means, but I just feel it's hard to really innovate it at this point. Like, they tried with Halo 5 and everyone just kind of fucking hated it, so they're just kind of stuck with what it is now and i feel like obviously not to like shit on you if you like it or anything but i feel like most people are just kind of like the nostalgia of a new halo game with the same old uh combat if that makes sense like well it seems like it's uh like actually shaping up to be a quite good game um it seems like the weapons seem to be pretty like people are happy about the weapon choices that they're bringing back and utilizing in new ones um, mechanically, from what they've seen so far, it seems like people are happy. But, I don't know, I'm excited for it just because with the Master Chief Collection now and everything, it seems like it'll be on PC. I don't know, I just think it's uh, it's also got confirmed co-op, which is nice for the story, which like a lot of people didn't like Halo 5 because, for some reason, Halo 5 just didn't have co-op. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. I'm optimistic for yeah. it. And I don't want to but shit on your parade with what I say, obviously. 
Well, honestly, I feel like that's fine, but I also know you haven't played a Halo game in probably like 10 years. Yeah, roughly. I just, I need to see a lot more. It's just kind of whatever from what I saw to me. Understandable. Understandable. I feel like that's how it was with most things I've seen from uh, that like showcase or whatever. Hmm. In uh, other news, you know uh, California State University? Mm -hmm. Well, they're requiring students to take an ethnic studies class or a social justice class to graduate. You know, I kind of like that. See, I do and I don't. Like, I'm always against just making people take classes to graduate just on the just predicate on the fact that college is kind of really expensive to have classes like that. Mm Like, and, like, I understand, like, it's part of the experience, but, like, I can definitely see, like, someone that's, I don't know, in STEM, and only will be in STEM, kind of annoyed by this, just because, like, I think this type of stuff, like, class requirement is more, like, a high school level thing. As a college student, I feel like I, I don't need to be educated on social justice in ethnic studies not at this current time of my life like i feel like i lack the time to give this class like the proper fairness it deserves i guess when being taught mm-hmm. like i just i would see it as pointless like in my head i'm like well don't be a dick and you know like i don't know yeah because i understand there's education that needs to be like brought forward but at the same time like i feel like it should be a high school level course because if this becomes I don't know standard for college I feel like there would be a lot of people that see it as pointless especially in today's day and age where people are only getting more and more educated on these matters so like I can see it becoming less important hopefully as time goes on yeah I mean you'd think like a lot of social justice and ethics should come down to common sense but obviously, like, people are raised different, so they understand. But, I mean, like, to your point, I feel like you could definitely... Like, it's understandable, but you could also make that same claim of just, like, having to take gen ed classes if it doesn't affect your studies. But, like, I've... Ah, I mean, I have, actually. Yeah, I know. Like, everybody... <laughs> That's kind of... Everybody has to. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think it's a good thing, for sure. Like, I... Yeah, it's... Like, education's never a bad yeah. thing. Let me get that out there. Like, I, I don't disagree necessarily with educating people it's just like i would be like fuck man another gen ed i mean like to be fair like i you're right this should be more of like a high school thing because obviously not everyone's going to college and also i feel like instilling like good morals in people at a younger age would be the better approach well because that's the thing like here's going into this class you're either all for it or you're not and like the people that aren't that are in the class are going to be the dicks that are going to try and counterpoint everything and be like oh, Jim and like the people that believe it or, or not believe it are the people that are already educated on it are going to be like okay yeah and then they're going to learn something but like kind of like you said if their values and morals are already kind of made up by college you know like there's not going to be much enlightenment Mint coming from that class and like they're unless they're a very open-minded yeah. individual i mean like i wouldn't say that i mean because a, a lot of people like i agree with what you said i was just saying like towards the last part of um like people definitely change and a lot of people i guess it doesn't make sense if you put it to a college class especially if like you're moving away from your family and their ideals like if you get exposed to different ideas and 
you know, like what should be socially acceptable and shit of that nature, I feel like it would open you up to be more accepting as opposed to well, like you go to high school and you're like, I oh, agree I learned that. about social justice and your parents are like, oh, I hate fucking any race or whatever. Yeah, okay. That's definitely a fair point and that's a good point for keeping it in college. I don't know. I... Uh, I'm against gen eds, but at the same time, there's definitely some pretty nice positives that come from this about from education. I, I think if if it is going to be a gen ed, like, I don't know. One of my gen eds was psychology, right? But I ha- And I took that in high school, too. So maybe do both. I, like, I, I think having it in high schools, that would be more beneficial than college. If, like, if there was going to be a change in education to follow suit with this, like, I would like to see it in high schools before colleges. Yeah. I'm... Or at least both. I mean, like, I'm full... Like, regardless, like, I'm fully on board. Like, I feel like an ethics class, like, a social justice class should be a gen ed class, especially with, like, the climate that's going on right now. I mean, like, I understand... Uh, es- it's ethnic, ethics, by the way. I see ethics. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> my bad. But, um, regardless, like, I think it's something you should learn about and you should be, like, more well-versed on. But, like, yeah, a lot yeah, of... Yeah, of course. A lot of kids would just view it as, oh, it's another gen ed class, like, who cares? like it's something yeah exactly like i i literally gave like a crap about probably one third of my gen eds yeah. i mean but i will say like in another light like i feel like this is something that will it would affect your everyday life as opposed to say you want to do something with like writing and you're learning how to do fucking calc like I, that's fair i don't know that's it, fair. it's I, I it's definitely like not a bad thing like i was annoyed just to see another gen ed pop up but like i can't complain about it you know like it's not like the course is extra yeah and it's also you know it, it's it, not useless knowledge it's history is one yeah, way i view it exactly it's a humanity and a history class in a way yeah which i mean like yeah just replace fucking like if you want to like be like should can i take a history class or should i take the ethic class for people that are like super against it for some reason i don't know oh that would be money i would i would have literal no issue if the ethnic studies also counted as a history course because i would i would choose that heartbeat over u.s history for this probably ninth time in my education career what year did christopher columbus sail the ocean blue it's like shut uh, the fuck up uh, <laughs> You know what's bad? I don't actually know that. Is it like 1452 or some shit? Or 92? Christopher Columbus sailed the blue in 1492, I think. 92. I don't well, know. fuck Christopher Columbus, so I mean... Yeah, exactly. Like, his statue's somewhere in, in the harbor. I don't Thank care. God. Yeah, dude, it's like... Let's teach you U.S. history about all these people that were actually piece of shit. But we idolize, nonetheless. <laughs> I don't know. Well... Uh, that doesn't go to everybody. I'd be obviously. real. Yeah, and then like I don't like you only really hear Americans say that for some reason, but like every country's history is kind of them being a piece of shit. If they're if, unless they're like a new country or not a new country, unless they're like a third world country or like they were a country that was given their territory back after being occupied by another country, like most like most current power superpowers in the world their history is just them being dicks like japan was horrible to china back in the day horrible really bad and like that was only like within the hundred years ago yeah 
Like, it's like when you think about it, like literally everywhere in the world has like some dark past. Well, England's is horrible. Yeah. yeah, like all of them are shit. But, it's just like, hey, you want to learn about yeah. this uh, shitty leader? And it's like, yeah, man, why not? Well, for the history, I always hate calling like, like when when it's history, man, like. It's doctored in the way that makes them look good already. Yeah. And, like, we're not woke for thinking that they are, like, you know, terrible people. Because, no. like, obviously by our current standards, they're not going to be... They're not going to hold. Yeah. You know, very few of them will hold. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just... Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's like, in school you learn about so much useless shit it feels like. It, it feels... I don't know. I, it's all coming from a person that doesn't even go to school anymore. It's just coming from a perspective of, like, this is something that I would have rather enjoyed learning about than fucking math. Mm-hmm. Well, because, it, like, it would have it made you better off. Well, yeah, it's, like, it's something that would affect me. And obviously, yeah. like, in high school you take your gen ed classes because it's, like, you don't know what the fuck you want to do. So here's different, uh different things to ex- uh, expose you to to see if you're interested in any of them which most people aren't <laughs> yeah well but say love you say love you i don't know <laughs> but I, anything else you want to talk about sir on your topic list i liked that topic by the way it was a good discussion thank you um, i mean we could touch on uh kanye uh going off on twitter last week that was ha- I think that happened like that Wednesday or something. Didn't we talk about it? <sighs> Not a lot. Well, cuz I don't think all of this was out yet. Okay, let's 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 give it let's let's talk about it cuz honestly, I I need I need to get recentered on it. Like I hope this guy's doing okay. Yeah, I mean, so I guess Kanye he He's bipolar, he deals with that, and he was having, like, a manic episode on Twitter where he was talking about, um, like, his wife Kim Kardashian and Kris Jenner were, like, trying to send him to, uh, I think it was, like, in his words, like, a mental asylum or shit like that, but it was probably just to get mental help, which he definitely needs. Mm-hmm. So, he was shit-talking them, he was saying how, uh, he's been trying to get a divorce with Kim for a long time. And then something, oh. yeah. And then something of um, their oldest daughter. They tried to abort. It, he, I don't know. He just kind of like popped the fuck off. No one really understood why, but it was very upsetting to look at. I mean, to my knowledge, now he's like apologized for everything he said, and I think he is getting help. But I, again, I mean, like it's. It's something that definitely should have been private as opposed to him just slapping on Twitter and being like, there it is. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like the social media curse, right? Like, because if someone does kind of go manic and they have a breakdown in some ways and they are famous or a celebrity, they they really do have a platform to project that and, and, and expose themselves, which is very unfortunate. Yeah, and I mean, like... I imagine for him, he was viewing Twitter as, like, a journal for himself or something. Like, somewhere to get all the information out. But, yeah. Because, like, mm-hmm. this, this isn't the old... Oh, another thing is he referred to his... 
I guess like his marriage with Kim was a po he equ equivalent. Nah, I can't fucking talk, man. He compared it to the movie Get Out, which was very interesting, but also very alarming. Because uh, if you've seen the movie Get Out, Kanye's not in a good spot, to say the least. Yeah, uh, man, like, I hope this guy is okay. Yeah, it's just alarming to see. But it's like, yeah, it happens it, to... It's sad. Yeah, it happens to a lot of people with, like, a platform where they pop off on, like, social media. I don't know. I don't know. Regardless, hope Kanye's okay. He's supposed to. He was supposed to release an album last weekend, but... I'd imagine it got a little postponed due to, you know, events. But, Taylor V, yeah. hope he's well. Mm. Um, hope he's Taylor well. Swift released an album, if you were curious. Folklore! Yeah. Haven't yeah. listened to a minute of it, but maybe I will. I heard it's actually pretty yeah. good. Honestly, like, I used to love Taylor Swift back in the day. Low-key. Like, um... Oh, fuck, what's what's the Romeo and Juliet song? You know what I'm talking about? Love Story. Oh my yep, god, that's... Go. If anyone hands me the ox, I put that shit on if I know I can trust them. Dude, yeah. I, I don't know what it is. I love that song. To this day, I love that song. You can't tell me you don't have a song like that. I, well, I mean, I, I do. Exactly. I do. Like, I, there's nothing wrong with liking female artists either. Like, like it is what it is. I mean, it's, it has nothing to do with female artists. It's just, you know. Me, uh, why, why? It's, a, it's, it's the girl T. Smith. I know. You know, just me and my... I have to listen to edgy indie bands. It's not like me to listen to, you know, T. Swift, I guess. Just to make you cringe. I don't know. Regardless, if you want to wrap it up, go for it. All right. Um, I guess that's it for us this week, folks. That has been the Frying Pan Podcast, episode 91. To think that next week, it's been two years since we've started this. Thank you for tuning in. As always, folks, we are on social media. The handle for both of those is the Frying Pan Pod, and we have a Gmail, which is in the panpodcast at gmail.com. You can send us over any business inquiries and or constructive criticisms there. And thank you for listening to us on any of the audio platforms that are out there, excluding SoundCloud. We appreciate it. If you could leave us a like, a comment, we'd also appreciate that. So for the last time, folks, I've been Robert D'Onofrio. Same. And we've been the Frying Pan Podcast. Have a great rest of your week. Have a great rest of your day. Stay safe and have a good one. My chair just broke. <laughs> No, not actually, but it, like, cracked.